in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about whether or not you should discounts or lower your prices in order to get customers. This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. And welcome back to another podcast episode. Glad to have you here. We're going to talk about whether or not you should discount your work or maybe even lower the prices when you're starting off and see, you know, when that best fits or if you should even do it at all. And before we get started, I do want to mention that this Wednesday, February 9th, I am opening up enrollment into my online course, Detailing as a Business. So if you want to learn how to actually run a business, not just how to detail, but how to schedule customers, how to run Google ads, how to market your service on Instagram, how to come up with your pricing, how to hire people, how to, you know, handle customers. If you want, like, how to learn how to actually run a business and do everything on the back end, then uh, this course, Detailing as a Business, will be for you. And that's this Wednesday, the 9th of February. So anyways, let's move on to the topic at hand on whether or not you should ever discount your services. Now, there's, you know, some people kind of fall, there's kind of three pools of thought, right? It's like, you should never do that, you should do that, and it depends, right? Uh, Well, let's just say two, actually. You should never do that, and then it depends. And I'm in the it depends boat. Because I, you know, sometimes I I see some some people on 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 the side of like, you should never discount your work. And, you know, it's all based on in the situation that you're on. If you're just getting started, right, and you don't have customers, right, like you're just trying to make your first, like, let's say $1,000, $5,000, not even like permanent in total, you're not in the best situation to like not take on work, right? And, you know, some people are like, oh, you should never discount your work, you know, never devalue your services. It's like, you know, also don't be ignorant to the fact that you're just getting started, right? Like what is the value of your services and your business if you have no prehistoric data or 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 anything to reference on how valuable you are. And I'm not saying that you're that you know that you're not. I'm sure you do great work. But I'm saying like, let's be real here. If you're just getting started, you know, what leverage do you have over anyone because you're brand new. Like you're brand new to detailing. You're brand new to charging for your services. So it's like you're not in the best position to say, oh well, you know, I want to value my work. It's like what work have you done in the past, you know? So when you're just getting started, I 100% am for discounting. Well, and I wouldn't say discounting. It's more of like you're lowering your prices, right? Like, you know, you're starting off, so you're going to be like, yeah, it should be like 200 but I'm, I'm just going to charge. I'm making up numbers here. I'm going to charge $100, right? I don't know. I'm just making up numbers. But so in the beginning, it's not really discounting. It's more so of like you're just you have lower prices because you're just getting started. And I think that's absolutely fine. Now, like as your business progresses and you get referrals, word of mouth, what have you, like that will have to change. You can't stay stuck to the lower price or the discounting in order to keep on getting customers as your business progresses. Now, how long you should have your prices lower, you know, no one can say because it's dependent on um, just on your business, right? Like the beginning phase for some person might be a year. Uh, The beginning phase for someone else might be, um, you know, four years, right? Depending if someone's doing it full-time, part-time, how they're marketing their business, like how how much effort they're putting into it. So there's no specific timeline on like how long you should, you know, lower your prices or or have lower prices because it's really dependent per your business and how it's going. Because um, again, like if, if you're going, you know, all out, you're putting all your chips in, you are doing the proper marketing and you're getting more traffic, leads and sales, then, you know, that's going to be a different situation of how you raise your prices and how fast you're able to raise your prices versus someone 
that's just doing one weekend out of the month and just wants one car to make an extra, you know, like 500 bucks per month. Like those are two different camps, obviously. So, you know, your goals and and what you're doing would dictate like how long you can go or how long you're able to go without raising your price or or how fast you're able to raise your prices. So it's very on on a case by case, uh, case by case basis. Now, a lot of things like most things when it comes to pricing is, is very dependent. Like, there's there's going to be different scenarios on when you can play with your pricing in order to make it work in your favor even though it not it might not be the full price that you'd like to charge and it's not always in a bad way no it can be so for instance um if you are let's fast forward now right let's say you're you're getting customers right and you have a customer that says hey i have um five vehicles that I want you to come wash at our work location, right? And every customer, uh, every wash is going to be $50, right? So that's what? That's $250, I think. Well, then, and then let's say the customer's like, hey, since we're giving you five cars, can you give us a a volume discount, right? Like a group discount. So should you or should you not? Like they are giving you five cars in one location, which is going to be now, depending on where where you are with your business, it might be like, yeah, sure, I'll knock off you know five dollars per um per vehicle. So now it's only gonna be two you know two twenty five in total. Um, and however you divvy that up, whether it's like one ticket or per person, you know, that's irrelevant right now. But you could say, yeah, you know, I'll give you five dollars off on each one. You know, that that might be enough. That might not be enough. I, I don't know, right? Now the next person might say, you know, uh, just might flat out say, oh, I'm sorry, on volume, like on on any group washes, we don't do any discounts, right? That that's also a possibility. Um, and there, like with that scenario, there is no right or wrong answer. It's just what best fits you. And look, like in the beginning, you might say, okay, yeah, that's volume. It makes sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a discount. And then you go out and do the work and you're like, yeah, I don't, maybe I shouldn't do this next time. Like, I, why are we, why are we discounting this work? Like, it's not even, we're not even charging that much. Um, you know, we're still driving out to them. So, yeah, you know what, Let, let's stop discounting um, um, or let's stop giving group discounts for this. You know, now Let's say, you know, instead of five cars for $50 a wash, what if a customer is at a home location, they give you two cars, and each car is $400, so $800 in total, and they say, hey, since I'm giving you two cars, can you give me any type of discount, right? Now there's two cars worth 400 each. It's 800 in total, and it's like, do you give them a discount or not? You know, I use, I even now, actually, if... um. It depends, like it depends on, on like what exactly we're doing. But back then, I always used to give like a, a small discounts because like I was just appreciative that they're giving me two vehicles and they're they're you know they're gonna pay me you know over six hundred seven hundred dollars for one location. Um, and I was like, yeah, like it's just fair, right? Like if you're giving me two cars, you're entrusting me with that. Like you're gonna pay me my full price, and you're just asking for like a small discount because you're giving me all this work. Like I'll work with you. And it's like it's just an you know being appreciative of the person you know, reaching out to you and entrusting you with their, with their vehicles. And like, you're, you know, you guys going to work together. And there's a specific way that they'll ask that will kind of dictate whether or not I will do that. Right. Like if they're asking it in a way of like, kind of like I want a discount, like, I, like since I'm giving you two cars, like I expect a discount. And it's, it's kind of like that undertone of like, Oh, like they kind of feel like they have the upper hand because they're giving me the work versus when they ask you in a way that it's like, Hey man, but you know, by any chance, like, could I, could I get a discount? And it's, in, in, it's in, in a much more friendlier, like, just friendlier way, where it's like, hey, like, I'm not, you know, demanding one. Um, I'm not expecting one, but if you can, like, since I'm giving you all this work, you know, can you work with me? Um, so th- there are two different distinct ways that someone can ask, in terms of like whether or not you should accept it. And plenty of times, um, we've turned down 
giving a discount or or even just taking on a, a service in general by the way someone asks for their appointment right like sometimes um and i'm going a little bit offhand but sometimes you know we'll do same day or like next day appointments but when we don't though the biggest time we don't accept same day or next day appointments is when the person the like the potential customer that's asking for those services is like kind of demanding it and then they'll say, hey, like, and then they try to, like, put money in your face. Like, hey, yeah, like, I'll give you an extra hundred bucks if you get me in tomorrow. But it's, like, it's just the way they say it and the way, like, their, their you know, their attitude towards how they're saying it. You're like, yeah, no, like, that's, you just, you don't seem like a, like someone I'd like to work with, right? I mean, they might be, but just on the way they talk, it's like, I'd rather not see what happens trying to get to work with you, you know? So, in that regard, it's like how they ask is also a big way on whether or not we'll do it. Now, you know, as a whole, do we give discounts or lower our prices left and right? No, like it, that's why it's like that's why I'm 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 accepting of the idea to lower the price when someone asks, assuming that it is enough to validate that discount anyhow, right? Like if someone like, and now it's a bit more strict, right? Like if someone books with us and we're mobile and it's an eight hundred dollar job, no one like we haven't given a discount in a while. Because, like, no one really asks, and it's just not something that we really do. And we're just the type of business that doesn't look like they give discounts. Um, but at the same time, though, like, if we go to a customer's vehicle and it's like, you know, we're, we're we have, we're gonna charge $400, right? And then we get there, we do the work, and, you know, I always tell everyone, like, the team here, like, fair is fair, right? Fair is fair. That's it. Just fair is fair. So if we get there and we, we, you know, of that $400, let's say, I'm making up numbers here, but let's say 280 was for the interior or keep it simple, 200 for the inside, 200 for the outside, right? And then we get there, we do the work and it's like this service, this wasn't really like, they don't really need this service. They could have, they could have gone with the lower service, right? Like per what they said and what they wanted per the condition of the vehicle, it just, it didn't match up. It, instead of it taking two hours, we were done in like 45 minutes and you know, the difference between us cleaning it and before we got here, like it's not that big of a difference, right? Per the service that they requested. So when it's something like that, like we'll be like, hey, yeah, like it was supposed it was supposed to be two hundred for the interior, but the condition was great. It didn't take all that work, so we're actually dropping it to, you know, one sixty five, something like that. We'll do that often. Now, we'll, we'll do that more frequently than discounting or lowering the price to to win the customer, just because I always say it, fair is fair. Like just it, fair is fair. If they think, you know, they needed I don't know, a two-step correction and then, like, I'm making an example here, but but a one-step polish gets them the same results in, like, a quarter of the time, it's like, okay, fair is fair here. Like, we, we thought it needed a two-step correction, but a one-step polish is bringing it out just fine. So there's no reason for us to charge the full amount, to charge the full amount or take all that time because it just it didn't need it, right? So fair is fair. So in that regard, we do actually lower the price, but in the way of like afterwards, like we, we had already had a set price of whatever price we set, and afterwards, afterwards, like, yeah, that was not bad at all. Now, and, and, and there's split, like I can give you dozens of scenarios on like when, how, where, why you might want to play, drop, discount your service. Like there's plenty of scenarios that you can play in your head. So another frequent one might be like, hey, you know, a customer is requesting whatever service, and we're telling them, hey, it's going to be, you know, $400 for the service. And he might be like, oh, man, that's a little bit out of my price range. I was looking to pay, you know, let's say 300 And instead of just saying, okay, well, sorry about that, you know, good luck. Instead of saying that, we do try to work with the customer's budget. So instead of just letting them, you know, go away and go somewhere else, we, we, we do try to pitch them, pitch them of like, 
hey, like if you want this service done within that budget, what we can do is just focus on the areas that need it most. That way you're still getting a great service that fits within your budget. So like we're not doing the full $400 worth of work, but based on your budget, we'll do $300 worth of work to fit your budget and you'll still get a great service. And then you can explain of like, yeah, like, you know, we don't really got to focus on, you know, this part and that part because those don't really get dirty. But instead, we'll put that time to other parts of the vehicle that matter most to you. And this this works quite, quite often of like trying to fit your service to that budget. Now, again, some people just don't agree with this at all. And they'll be like, no, if you're not charged, you know, if you're not paying my full rates, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, that, that's on you. That's that's on, you know, that's that's nobody's business to say it's right or wrong. It's just whatever you want to do in your business, it's up to you because guess what? It's your business and you can do whatever you want. But for us, we'll always try to work with the customer, assuming it makes sense, right? Like if they're requesting a service for $500 and they're like, ooh, my budget's $200, it's like, we're just not going to match that. Not, not match that, but like, it's going to be very difficult to try and do a good service and, you know, come close to their expectations with that large of a discrepancy in the budget, right? Like we're charging 500 and you have a $200 budget. It's like, it just, those things don't match up. So we just, we, we most, we won't even, you know, we won't even try to work with them because the budget is so off. Now, a caveat to that, to that though, is that let's say they have, you know, because they're requesting some, like, let's say the $500 was for one service. Let's say like a, like a one step or like a, I don't know, some, some interior cleaning, right? Whatever. But let's say that they have, you know, they've requested three services, which totaled up to 500. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a bit, you know, we're, we're a bit out of, out of that budget. But if you'd like, we could do the, you know, the wash and wax for 240 and that still fits within your budget. And then you can find someone else to do X, Y, Z. That doesn't typically happen, but we do try to do that every now and then when that opportunity arises to just kind of give that suggestion. Um, but again, like it's just you're just trying to see how you can best work with the customer because, I mean, like it or not, not everyone's going to be like, yes, I'll pay your full rate for every service that are requested. Of course I will. It's like you're going to have to work with people's budget because that's the business that we're in. Like not everyone's going to come in here and say, yeah, charge me your full amount. I'll pay whatever. Here you go. We have those customers too, right? The ones that do the paint correction, the ceramic coating, and it's like, you know, oh yeah, here's eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, here's twenty four hundred dollars. Yes, here's thirty one hundred dollars. Oh yes, here's nineteen hundred dollars. Oh yes, here's eleven hundred dollars for a paint correction and ceramic coating. Um, and we have that for like for every service that we do, right? An interior cleaning for twelve hundred. Oh, it's a smoke coat removal for twelve hundred. Here you go. Eight hundred. Here you go. Seven hundred. Here you go. Now the big thing I want to focus on is just it's gonna change over time, right? Like. You might say, okay, yeah, I'll give you a discount or I'll, I'll try to do this, do that. But over time, you just learn and see what best fits you. Eventually, maybe you get to the point where you're like, if they're not giving me, you know, if they're not paying my full rates, it just, it, it, it's not worth it to me anymore because there's so many people that are, you know, paying my full rates and I'm getting booked out a week, a week and a half. And all those people are paying my full rates. Like, why am I going to spend some time on someone that doesn't want to pay the full rates and I'm going to half-ass my work? Or not half-ass, but you get it. Like, you're going to have to kind of, you know, alter your process and results because, you you know, the customer's not paying your full rate. Up to you. You know, over time, you will you will get to see, like, whether or not that's a viable option for you or not. Now, you know, coming straight out of the gate and starting your business, is that going to be the best option for you to take? Probably not. Just because, you know, you, the only way I can see someone like coming out the gate, like just starting and charging good rates as far as like you don't have to go low or discount is if you have your marketing in place beforehand, right? Uh, I have a few, I don't know if I have a podcast episode on that, but like how I would start, you know, my detailing business all over is I'd give myself like nine months of time to market my services 
that way when I actually say, okay, I'm going to go and start like servicing customers, um, I already kind of have some traffic and leads coming in to my business, right? Like people calling me, texting me, emailing, um, because I've already got that marketing going. So like, that's one way that I would be like, yeah, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're doing everything right and you're like, before you actually do like an actual launch of your business and you're already getting reviews to your Google website, to Yelp, to Facebook, you're already, you know, doing some type of marketing on Instagram or Google or Facebook, like, and then, you know, November 15th, you're like, okay, I'm going to start taking on customers because now I have, you know, I've, I kind of moved some stuff around and I have three weekends out of the month not to actually work or whatever the case may be. Um, that's one way that, that I see that you actually get up and running to higher prices because you're, you, you already have so many other things at play that help you kind of, you know, demand higher, higher rates than just coming out of, you know, just starting your business from scratch and not having any customers. But other than that, I mean, you're just gonna have to play around with, with, with what works and what doesn't, right? Like you can start offering discounts or, or at a lower rate. And then as time goes on, you're like, yeah, nah, instead of, you know, $50 for whatever detail, let's do 70 now. Right. And it's just, it's just over time. It's just over time. You're like, no, I think it's ready. Like there, there's no real hard formula or like system in place of the, okay, at this rate, at this threshold, I will raise the price by X percentage at this time. It's like, even with me, when like when my phone started blowing up back in 2015 and I just started getting call after call, email after email, and just getting like inundated with like customers wanting to book with me, like every other week I was like, okay, raise my rates. Next week, raise my rates. Next week, raise my rates. Why? Because I had such a huge influx of customers calling to me and, and emailing me that it was like, it was easy to raise my prices because like there was just so much volume now that, if I, you know, if, if, if 10 people said no, well, six people still said yes. And I just kept on booking and booking. So that's why it's like very dependent on where you are with your business that will kind of dictate what you're willing to do. Like, let's say you don't have any customers, you don't have any money, um, as far as like revenue wise for your business. And, you know, someone reaches out to you and you say, Hey, it's going to be two two forty for the, for the detail. And they're like, Oh, you know, my budget is only, you know, 180. You're like, you know what? Yeah, we, we can do it for 180, right? Just because you don't have any customers right now. You don't have any revenue. And you're like, man, I want something. So you'll take the 180, you know? So it's very dependent on like how your business is doing and where you are with things that that will really dictate or at least have a heavy influence on the decisions you're able to make with your pricing and and how you go about that. And, you know, this all, this whole topic that we had here is inside my online course, Detailing as a Business, along with many other topics on how to run your business, right? So it's just one simple topic that I cover inside Detailing as a Business. There's a whole module on scheduling customers, on like how to confirm appointments, how to move the schedule around, um, what happens on a cancellation or reschedule. So I have a bunch more information just like this inside my online course, Detailing as a Business, that opens up this Wednesday, the 9th. You can check the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can check down in the description box down below to sign up to get notified when that opens. But other than that, I'll wrap it up right here. Hopefully you took a good little nugget of information that you can go and apply to your business. You can find any other links that I have down below to my second YouTube channel, to Proper Care Instagram, or to my Detail Groove Instagram. All the links will be down below. And if you're listening to this on audio only, then you can just check the show notes as well. Thank you very much for stopping by on this episode. And I'll talk to everyone on the next one. Bye-bye.